0: Cain was probably the first person to be born. His father, Adam, God had formed out of the soil. His mother, Eve, God had formed out of Adam's rib. Cain was probably the first person to be made the way the rest of us all were. I can't imagine what it would have been like for Eve to go through the first ever pregnancy and to give birth for the first time ever. And I guess Cain couldn't either, because it's not like he remembered it. He went through the first birth, but as the first baby. So he was the first to forget that terrifyingly dangerous passage into independent life. Cain was not the first farmer His father, Adam, was informed by God after his fall into sin that he would be a farmer and that it wouldn't always be fun. Cain was probably happy to take after dad, though, and work the soil, even if it wasn't always fun. Cain was among the first to present offerings to the Lord. I don't know where he got the idea, maybe from the Lord himself. They seem to have been on good speaking terms. So Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil to the Lord as an offering. But his brother Abel did it better. How better and how did they know? I don't know. Maybe the Lord told them so somehow. All Moses tells us is the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not. And this made Cain angry. Angry at Abel. So the Lord spoke to him. You're angry, Cain. Should you be, though? And Cain didn't say anything. They were starting to stop being on speaking terms. Cain did say something to Abel, though. Come out to the field with me. And Abel did. And Cain attacked and killed Abel, the first murderer, found the first victim. And I wonder, and I hope I don't worry anyone by wondering this, but I wonder if... Cain maybe felt like God afterwards. To be the first to discover this power that human beings have to destroy each other. Even though he had been, he couldn't remember being there when mankind discovered the miracle of giving life. But he would never forget being the one of all mankind to discover taking life. Somehow, Cain and God were still on speaking terms. Not for the first time. God confronted a sinner about his sin by asking a question to which God already knew the answer Cain, where is your brother? Cain's response was the first recorded bit of sarcasm. I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The little snot. Because he was. That's the problem. That's the lesson that's the point of the story of the first murder and of the fifth commandment and of all the other times God talks about the gift of life in his book. Sin is death. Sin is anti-life. It's a sin to take life. It's a sin to want to take life. It's a sin to want not to preserve life. It's a sin to not do anything and everything you can to preserve life. It's a sin to think you are not your brother's keeper. It's a sin to think that other people's lives are meant to serve yours, to be angry when their lives don't make you feel better about yours, to be capable of taking another person's life away in order to try and improve your own in some small way. It's a sin not to give your own life to improve other people's lives. It's a sin to not be your brother's keeper. And if you really want to feel like God, try doing that. Try having the power to destroy and deciding not to use it. Try dedicating everything you have and are capable of to giving and preserving life. Try talking to people who don't deserve to be on speaking terms with you because of their sin and not smiting them for their sin and their snotty sarcasm and even marking them in some supernatural way to preserve their life in exactly the way they refuse to preserve the life of their own flesh and blood brother. And then try working all of human history to preserve humanity's life and to send your own son into the world so that he can give his life to save all of them. Okay, so you can't do that. But God did. God has done so much more than keep us. So much more that we ought to be constantly ashamed for ever even thinking it's not our job to keep one another. So much more that we ought to constantly marvel that he keeps us at all, let alone saves us and wipes away our shame so much more that we are still on speaking terms with him, and he still tells us the story of the first murder and the fifth commandment and all the other times he talks about the gift of life in his book. God still gives us the chance to do better than Cain, just like he gave Cain the chance to do better. God gives us the chance to do better than ourselves, to value life the way he does, and give our lives for others instead of expecting them to give theirs to us, to live like God did when he gave his life for us. You wanna feel like God? Try to be like Jesus. And when you feel more like Cain, remember that though Jesus was the first to value life perfectly, because he did, He saved your life. He did so much more than keep you. He made you a keeper. Dust and Breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawi, who is like the heights of Zephon. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.